Hey everyone. So, um, as, I, as I, I do these podcasts, I'm really going through my own journey, right? So it's my journey um, and, you know, my shit, right? But hopefully, you know, we're all human beings. So whatever your, it's all, you know, if you've got shit, it's shit, no matter what it looks like, right? It's all kind of composed of the same stuff. So I hope it just it helps you to just have perhaps an inkling of, a, of, of where your trauma sits or, you know, the the ways you can possibly move your own trauma or it might just be interesting or might be really awful and boring you're like I'm never gonna listen to this shit again but anyway so it's all you know again it's ad hoc I'm just riffing on on um, my own process and um, and it's interesting for me because I get to sort of you know you know sort of analyze and see what's going on Um, and hopefully in uh, somehow, you know, it can be illuminating for you or um, can in some way, because these things are huge and I, fuck, I wish I'd have had somebody that could just kind of, you know, help, not help me, but at least get sort of a feeling. I mean, I had a lot of, I, my thing was mostly um, YouTube people and, you know, spiritual stuff, but like in a very kind of um, uh, impractical thing, like, you know, so I'm just... And ayahuasca is, you know, a scary thing to do. It certainly was for me um, when I thought about doing it. So I just hope that I can give you the comfort to know that you can actually, I suppose this is it, yeah, that you can actually face these things, get into these things, and that you're not going to die. My concern was always I'm going to fucking die. Um, And it's not going to overwhelm you, and it's just, you know, taking your power back and healing. Um, So anyway, um, Thank you if you've been listening around this crazy process. Um, but again, it's just all ad hoc. It's just whatever's going on. Uh, it's, it's fearlessly honest. Some crazy, but fearlessly honest. So one of the things I want to talk about, which I'm really excited about, is I heard this podcast. Somebody sent it to me. So um, I'm going to be doing a hypnotic thing in about July 12th, I think, is when I'm going to do it. Um, and it's, my friend did it. She's done ayahuasca and toe and a whole bunch of other different medicines. And, and um, she found it extraordinarily helpful. So I'm going to see what that's like. Um, I didn't want to do it. Part of me was scared again. I'm always scared of stuff. Um, even though I'm sitting with a thousand demons. Um, so I'll report back. Um, but, you know, I was, it's interesting because, you know, well, let me let me just backtrack. Um, the more you go into this, the the kind of scarier it kind of gets, right? So you don't want to see more. But the fact that seeing more is actually your liberation. So at first I was like, she did. I was like, ah, oh, you know, I don't know. And then I was realized I was being hesitant because it might reveal more that I don't necessarily want to know about. But hey, if you're on the journey, you got to, you know, as Churchill says, if you're in hell, just keep going. Anyway, so you can face it all in the end. It's just, you know, one step at a time, right? So I, I, I want to talk to you about this guy called Dr. Zinzer, I think his name is. And he did a podcast with this guy who, uh, you know, it just was, for me, it was just really annoying. But anyway, the uh, Zinzer Tom, Zinzer, T-O-M-Z-I-N-S-E-R, Zinzer. And so I'm going to give you kind of the brief of it, but it's fascinating. And he was this, a shrink uh, doing work with people with trauma and realized that he would get to these blocks where he couldn't get past, you know, 
someone's blockage, right? And, you know, realized that his methods didn't work to do that. So for somehow he hooked up with this psychic who then hooked him up with this, and who channeled this guy called Gerdov or Ger, I don't know, something beginning with a G. And he was a spirit that wasn't a life spirit, but actually gave him a lot of information about how we're built. And one of them, which I think is fascinating, is, and this is why I want to, if you have trauma, I think it'd be fascinating for you to, to check out. Um, the podcast is with, uh, it's called Subpersonalities, Entity, Attachment, and Jared. Oh, so the, the podcast is called The Higher Side Chats, and it's Dr. Tom Zinzer. Um, <clears throat> if you can get over the voice of the interviewer, you'll be fine. All right. So, so what, he, what this soul told him, just insane, because it's exactly what I've kind of been experiencing, is if there is an overwhelm when you are young, little whatever, you create a sub-personality as a protective layer, okay? A sub-personality as a protective layer. So you can survive it. This is insane because I don't remember anything from zero to what, like age or something. So I talked about that, that going into, you go offline. But I was thinking, how does that work that you go offline it's the same idea. So sub-personality is a protective layer. So you literally have an entity that protects you but holds all the information, all the trauma, all the stuff. It's dark, right? And for me, I didn't even, okay, so I had no access to it. And as this showing says, it's a, it, you know, he would try to get past these people's trauma and there was just a block. So it's, and I called it like a nuclear submarine. I've talked about, you know, like, you know, going to a shrink was like, they were never going to get past my nuclear submarine. Well, what that nuclear submarine was, was this protective layer, which is an entity, which is an actual manifestation of energy as an entity, which is what I experience daily when I sit these this thing just moves around, etc. So what he was saying is that that entity or that sub-personality is kept in a bubble and it has all the pain. So, <clears throat> so essentially, this is, and it's so funny because that's all I've talked about is there's a piece of you that's frozen in this place that has all the information about what happened and it's surrounded by, it's like a castle full of dragons, or I call it dragons around it, um, but it's actually your sub-personality keeping this information away from you um, so, you know, you, you can survive. So. So it's fascinating. So I did 13 and a half years of meditation. I had a huge, you know, kind of volcanic energetic break. And one night I thought I was dying. And the information was you have to go back to London and this house. And there was this, you know, writhing monster in the attic that I had to go face. So what that was, what that was, was the sub-personality that had all the information 
about what happened to me. And that was in the shadow. It was blocked out. So here's another thing. You know, they talk about a cock block, you know, like a parent's a cock blocker. So this subpersonality is a light blocker, right? If I want to become whole, I need to, it needs to release the pain, the information, the truth, so I can get light in there, so I can get wholeness back. So <clears throat> I've always talked about this entity that kind of writhes and moves to me, etc., that I thought was a devil or a demon. No, it's an actual entity, but it's actually the protective, the sub-personality of me, because everybody has several different things get people going on, and they're all different layers. We're like an ecosystem, that's what he said, and I think it's true, an ecosystem of different consciousness, and etc., for survival. And this is a sub-personality that I has, it has all the information and the pain and the terror and the stress, and it has to be released in order to be integrated. So what I'm saying is this all makes tons of sense. <clears throat> if you're two or three, or you're little, and there's an overwhelm, there is a protective mechanism that literally protects you and is holding all the information in the, for me it was sexual abuse, right? So I blacked it out and I thought blackout was a t is, a, is a good term, it just, I don't remember it, it's in some, right? And the ayahuasca, the medicine, was able to show me to actually, it was able to <clears throat> penetrate my ego that was keeping it at bay and get into this sub-personality. And this sub-personality, which has all the information about, you know, um, the abuse, the people, how it happened. So I've gotten, you know, a lot of it has surfaced, but I'm sure there's, it's releasing more and more of the pain and the terror and the horror of it. And with it, you know, my rage and hatred of these people. I mean, because I had a lot of hatred and rage, which I had repressed, right? So, but in so, re in releasing it, in allowing myself to sit every day and let this entity be released, brought up, the more it's being released, the more space I get back, the more light I get back. Now, I've spoken about <clears throat> being in a ceremony and almost not not being there, just watching this battle between the light and the dark. And it's a sub-personality. So the sub-personality or the thing that's holding all the information about what happened is, doesn't want to give it up. Right? It's repelling the light. The light's being shining, and it's, 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 it's responding to light being put on it. It's responding to the light. That's why it's coming up, because it's, being, it's, been, it's like you're in a, in, a, in, a, in a castle with no lights, and you start putting the light in these different rooms. You've got to see what's going on in there. So I need to keep sitting to release and release and release the truth of what happened, because I was sent out to be sexually abused, so... 
you know, for God knows how many years. I've, you know, I've, I've had some memories. I've had, you know. And what's interesting is that when I was in Peru, I mean, I was shown that I was literally handcuffed and, you know, I was on the floor. I'd been taken prisoner. And, and I had to convince my little girl to tell me what had happened. And at some point, this cuckoo clock, which was frozen, which is probably the moment it was going into that subpersonality, started moving again. And these children were coming in and out of rooms. It was a pedophile ring. <clears throat> and another thing that's interesting is, so you make contracts. You make contracts. Dark energies make contracts with you early on. So, for example, as a child, if you have this little ego, you don't know what's going on, somebody offers you a suite if you go do something for them, right? That's a contract that you made with them. So it's very dark. And something else which is fascinating, and they talked about evil. Evil is an entity that violates your free will. It's evil. I've always talked about evil. Evil is that, is somebody that basically takes away your free will. And this is what this piece of shit did. He took away my free will <clears throat> by terrifying me. I mean, he was, a, he was a devil incarnate, right? Terrifying me and sending me out to be sexually abused and making it all right so that I would have to carry this evil and, you know, make an alliance with evil. And he took my life. He took my energy with terror and basically violated my free will. Now, again, I had no idea. I had no idea of any of this. I just knew there was a massive discomfort. In fact, quite the opposite. When I'd made that alliance with evil, <clears throat> I gave myself up, which is what the Shipibo said. You abandoned yourself, Maria. I made a pact with the devil under duress, and I was its hostage. Now, that darkness, all that horror, what it doesn't have is light, is life, is fun, is joy, is happiness, is you're literally being held captive, which is what I saw in the ceremony, by the devil. It's taken your soul. It's a soul loss. It's taken your soul. <clears throat> now, the way to retrieve and it's, when I say your soul, it's also taken your consciousness and it's taken your free will. One of the things that this guy was saying was everybody has, you know, divinity gives you free will. Dark energy takes your free If it's evil, it will take your free will. He cleverly manipulated it by pure terror, by making contracts, by, I don't know what he did, he must have given me sweets or a doll or something. It's the most evil of evil, right? However, if you're able to get penetrate into these sub-personalities, which are living entities, which is what I keep been describing this thing as, as a living energy that pours through me, that living energy is releasing information. It's releasing the fear. It's releasing the darkness. And I get it. Sorry. So, essentially, 
everything that's being so when I'm sitting in these ceremonies, it is the light of the ayahuasca that is being shone on the subpersonality that is in the dark. And I suspect somewhere that there is, I don't want to give it up. I mean, it comes out every night, it's been coming out. But like, there are more contracts perhaps that I have there that I don't know about. But the fantastic news is that um, you can release um, this and you can get to that thing, that subpersonality that's holding the grief and the, the pain. And so we're multi-layered beings, right? The question is how, how deep can you, can you go? How deep can you get into these levels, right? Seven circles of hell. But it makes total sense, right? That if there's an overwhelm when you're little, you know, I felt like I drowned, but what happened was that this protective layer showed up and all the events still happened, but there was a protective mechanism that um, helped me to survive it, to put it into the shadow, to disappear from it. And what is actually happening daily is the releasing of all that trauma and stress and pain and it's being thrown up into the light. Um, so, um, you're getting light back. And I realized just in a profound moment when this, his, this man had died and his coffin was small and he was, and I saw all these people going by and there was light and life and they were all in, and, and, and I realized, oh my God, this guy was so dark. It was so fucking dark. We were living in this man's darkness. He had all these layers of darkness. And he was a trickster and a conman, and I realized that this, so, I, so I've had this whole per sub-personality, which is, ca so that sub-personality, I would say like in the ceremony was the cuckoo clock that was opened up, a, enough light penetrated, and then I got to see these kids being into the, going to these rooms. And what is being exposed when I sit on the cushion and I connect to the light to the ayahuasca, which is light and love, is the darkness responding to that light, right? Being pulled up, being surfaced up, all the pain and the grief of God knows what happened in those, when I was taken out. The terror I must have felt must have been insane. So, um, <clears throat> I'm sure I'm gonna find out more. But what's, you know, when I do this hypno hypnosis, but one of the things too is, um, that, this is interesting that he said. So that sub-personality doesn't know it's not still living there. Okay. So if the event happened when you were five and you were ten, that sub-personality doesn't know it's now. It's still living as a ten-year-old in that time with those people, which is very interesting too. Because when I'm in these ceremonies, 
I'm being brought back to these places. They're very real and alive. So it never went away. It's just sitting there in the darkness with all the horror of what happened to me. It's just so gross, I can't even, it's horrific. But I'm just seeing myself now in the situation. So, it's, yeah, your whole system has to release. And I'm just trying to think of how, what a big chunk, I've always talked about this, the con, you know, how much of your consciousness is in that darkness. I feel like, I mean, I think it was 80 to 90% black. It was just like, pfft, out. You know. Um, so what you're retrieving is that thing is being cleaned up. It's being exposed to the light. It's being integrated. Um, and yeah. So the great, so for me it was ayahuasca, you know, because I mean you have to be. By the way, you have to be ready to do all this stuff and do all this cleansing and cleaning and whatever. Um, and yeah, you have to be there. You have to be ready to do that. You have to be ready to do that. But the ayahuasca, I mean, first of all, it was meditation that got me to just even seeing that there was an issue. And then, because I was just blacked out. And then um, the ayahuasca actually got into it. And it took a while, you know, first exorcism was pretty big. It was breaking a contract. And then I had to go back down to see more. And then it actually got, began to see that, oh, there was, you know, I was sold to pedophiles. It was a, it, there was a, it, it's like huge. It was like oh my God, I was so protecting this piece of evil. It was huge. I, I think about it, wow. If it's been doing, going on for five years, this was a huge chunk of me that was just buried. I didn't even know how much of me was here. I was like, 5%, I have no idea, it doesn't even matter. But I was buried in that darkness. So the good news is this. The good news is that you can get to that blockage you know, and there might be also, there, there are other shrinks and stuff that might be able to get you there who are, who are shamanic, kind of hypnotic people do hypnosis. There might be, if you don't want to do ayahuasca or any of the plant medicines, there might be a way of getting there through the, that. So these blockages actually exist, and these blockages are real energetic entities. And they are carrying the trauma. And And I, I would never have even gotten here had I not done ayahuasca. And they're carrying all the stress for you, all the terror, all the pain, and they need to be released. And when they, their pain and everything, that, so they, they're basically giving up their burden. They're saying, okay, I've been carrying, I've kept this in the dark for you for, you know, for your 60 years, you know, like now I can, you know, I want, you know, it's like, I'm going to give it back to you. I'm going to tell you. They're like helpers. They're like, I would imagine them like, you know, and they're saying, well, look, here's what happened. And then I relieve that subpersonality 
and integrate myself once I get to see everything, right? So I become whole. So the great thing is that, yes, you can get here and, and these things are not a memory or a thought. They're real. They're real. This is not, I'm thinking this. This is, a, they're not, <laughs> these are entities. They're, he talked about these different layers of, you know, your soul and then your higher self. And then um, there are all these layers and layers of us. And then there's, you know, the ego and then there's the sub-personality. So, we, you know, it's like people that, multiple personality disorder where different people are carrying different information in different people. Um, but this was huge for me. I had no idea it was um, so horrific. And it's also great to know that, you know, other people have done this research and are going into these domains that most, you know, regular mainstream people aren't looking at at all. So it's really um, wonderful. It's like, I'm not crazy, right? It's like, you know, this, isn't, this is actually what's going on, right? Um, so, and they're literally helpers. So these sub-personalities are carrying the grief, they're carrying the terror, they're carrying the events, they're carrying the stress of it all. And, oh God, I remember this, ugh, this fucking guy, you know, I was coming to New York and, he, and I remember him saying to me, you're never coming back, are you? He must have understood that I knew something. I didn't know anything. Oh my God, it's gross. Um, so, it's like you have a Molotov cocktail that's just packed with all this shit and you've got to see it and it's got to be released and it's got to be cleansed and um, and there are contracts in it that you made and it's this very, it's a massive bundle of shit that's sitting there that's, uh, that's protecting you but you can't, you've got to, you know, release it and integrate and become whole. And thank God for these protective layers, these sub-personalities, because God knows I, you would die. I mean, I don't even know what that looks like. What a piece of evil. And again, evil is defined as an entity that takes away your choice, right? Um, and thank God for illumination and the ayahuasca that is an incredible medicine um so you know for me it was like oh well, i need to get this over and done with i didn't realize i had a whole continent of sewage i had no idea this thing was so big it was so awful i had no patience you know i thought well if i go down there i'll just get it done and i'll be done and i you know i had an exorcism i'm done no 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 there's uh, the way, I mean, I, 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 it's a kind of dishonoring of myself to say, well, listen, what are you going to get, like, 10 years of your life just over with? You know, it's not going to happen that way. And that you've kept it severed from yourself for so long. And um, I think one of the most wonderful things about ayahuasca is that it, you, you've got to want it. This is interesting. It's like, so here's... An interesting side thing. So I was thinking, well, perhaps I should just go to a more powerful healer and blah, blah, blah. And what I recognize is that I have, I mean, I've worked with, you know, the wizards of the jungle, these women, these four women, they're insane. 
you have to want to let it go, right? You can go to the jungle and do iOS and do everything you want, but if you don't want to let give up your contracts, there's, you know, the ayahuasca can probe and probe, but you have to be willing. And a lot of people aren't. They don't want to give it up. So in my mis misperceived version of this, I was like, well, perhaps I need to go to a bigger, uh, you know, more powerful healer and blah, blah. No, 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 no. I've got to be wanting to fully let this thing go. And there's a death involved, right? I literally built my whole life on a minefield of evil. So, I need to want to let it go. I need to want to let it go, completely. That means I sail off Zombie Island completely. That means I say, which is why I want to do this hypnotherapy thing, I need to want to see everything that happened all the contracts that were made, all the terror, there's still more, right? The medicine is only going to help you as long as you are willing to let go. What I hadn't realized was the allegiance and the contracts and the alliance I had built with evil to protect him. I had literally said to myself, you know, you're being devalued, degraded, abused. That's okay. <laughs> That's insane. This piece of shit is more important than me. And there's, there's this swap where you actually have value again. You, you take back your value. You take back your honor. You take, I remember this woman just said to me, she said, I said, oh yeah, and there was like sexual abuse. So she said, let me pause to honor that. To honor your soul that was literally carpet bombed by evil. I had never given that enough value or honor. And you have to re-honor who you are. And in a way, I have to choose me again, right? So in that instance of abuse, whatever happened to you, somebody hit you, somebody violated you in some way, somebody terrified you as a child, you've given over your power to darkness, if you agree. If I agree to keep this protective thing in place, I'm authorizing the legitimacy of the evil. I'm living in the dark. If I, so for me, at growing up, not only was there abuse, but both of them, on top of that, made me feel bad about challenging them. You know, then I'd have no, ch then I'd have no, you know, um, I'd have no right to, you know, to challenge them. There was something wrong with me if I challenged them. So it's very complicated. So what you've done, if it's really bad trauma, you've aligned with them. You've aligned with evil because you've got the protective barrier that's, that's holding all the horror. You've actually readjusted yourself to adjust to the evil. 
You've created like a temporary shed for them, for their evil. You've aligned with them. So it's a huge tidal wave to overturn all of that because they're your parents. They're not, they're evil, right? So, um, that's what you're doing. You're choosing you again. I choose you. I choose myself. That's what the child has been terrified into, right? To align with this evil. Who makes that choice to send their child? I don't know, whatever, right? So now you're saying, no, I don't, I'm not going to align with that. I choose myself, even if that means I have to sit in ceremonies till the end of time and, you know, watch every horrible thing come up and out. I'm choosing light. You've chosen the dark if you've made contracts with the dark. You don't know it, but you have. You've aligned with the dark. You're willing to sell your soul. It's evil. They've taken away your volition. If I'm terrifying a child, I've taken away their choice. By terror. So you have to dive into these structures, into these sub-personalities, into whatever it is that's holding all the information and liberate them of that. You've got to take the burden off them by finally seeing. So for me to see what happened is to reject this parent. It's to reject the thing you've had an allegiance with, which is one of the reasons she said to me in ceremony, look, you can have all the power you like, and I couldn't. I just had this thing inside of me. What that thing was, was my sub-personality carrying all the trauma, all the memory, all the grief, all the experiences of what happened. I couldn't dump it. I couldn't puke it out. I had to leave the maloka. It was so big. The, the maloka is a ceremonial space. She kept saying to me, look, here, you, have, you can sit here in, in the middle of New York and have all this power. I couldn't. It owned me. Until I, I couldn't, and I couldn't even see at that point what it was that was holding me cap captive. I was in a ceremony. All these Indians, which essentially the, the plants, were like, come on. Come home. I couldn't. I was like trying to drag my body across the floor. It was like, oh. I said, why did I leave, right? Why did I leave the light? Why did I leave the light? And they said, you were stolen. You were stolen. Again, no idea. 
until at some point I was made into this lion. I was sitting on here and I was throwing these two people out of the kingdom, like this Adam and Eve out of the kingdom. These parents. And then finally, something in my psyche was like, I had a ceremony, it was like, boom, you know, it was like, here I was. It was a cuckoo clock. It was a time it stopped still when I was four, three, or whenever it happened. It just stopped. I stopped being conscious. And suddenly, the cuckoo clock started to move, and the whole earth moved like a cog, and the whole earth moved. It was this circular movement, like this cog that had been stuck. And underneath it were children coming in and out of rooms that just pedophile ring. Only then did I fucking realize, what the fuck? What the fuck? And again, it's a slow rise of consciousness. So when I came back, more and more information was given to me and I had more stuff and there's still more stuff to go. But in these ceremonies, there were these like entities coming out of me, they were just pouring out of me. Like they didn't want to give up the information. They were in the dark. The light was being put on them. The ayahuasca is the light on the dark, in the shadow. I was protecting that piece of evil. I had made a contract with that piece of evil. He had conned me early on. I wasn't going to give him up. I was in the dark. I remember that vile saying of the gypsies don't dance unless, can't sing unless they're starving. Ugh, what a piece of shit. He had done all of this and I had hidden it all. And by hiding it, I protected him of his evil. I was protecting the dark. I was in allegiance with the darkness. Terrific to even think. And his wife was in on it too. She knew. I mean, that's one of the things that was very difficult for me to see. Like I couldn't accept that she knew that she too was in on it. She was. Not by initiating it, but by agreeing. You know, it's like, there's a murder, someone's there, they don't do anything. That same thing. They kind of know, but they don't want to know kind of thing, right? So I had a whole continent of dark, of shit that's been cleansed over and over. It's in the light. It's coming out. It's, in fact, I saw it in a ceremony, like snakes just pouring out of me. And then the ayahuasca, which is the light, the light just ballooned up into this Herculean Roman soldier with a sword. The light, the light is what heals the dark. And the dark comes in in all sorts of ways. What a cunt. Again, I don't know whether to call the book cunt with a K or cunt with a C, but I was a repository for all of that. And I understand why I hated my little girl, right? I, and when a ceremony I was taken into this, there was a fair or some fair, and there was this evil guy just like 
you know, around the fair. I was like, I didn't want to be there. And, you know, I tried to, I was holding a kid in the, a long time ago on the beach in Spain. I wanted to throw it in the water. I had learned to hate myself. Oh my God. To hate my child. What a cunt. So, as we're fragmented, so we're put back together. As we understand what happened, as we release the truth, you know, as we're willing to go back into the light, right? as we're no longer hostages of the dark. So we're giving ourselves, we're giving ourselves back, we're giving ourselves back into the light, into cleansing, into not being the repository. And we are multi-leveled because, you know, multi-leveled, because when I'm sitting in these ceremonies, it's like there's a fight going on between the light and the dark. The light is cleansing, and I'm just watching it. I mean, it's happening to me, but it's like I'm an observer of another level of me. Like your soul is watching. So, you know, a few years ago, I would never believed in any of this. I had no idea. I was a, you know, total bougie, like, you know, what I'm talking about over here. If it's not real, I'm not, like, I have no idea. And, you know, when you get into these places, these amazing, these different levels of, existence and being and you just see the, the layers that we carry. I can't wait to get back into the jungle. I mean, I, again, these experiences are very difficult, but, you know, the more cognition you get, the more releasing. I mean, I was just completely, this guy was pure evil across the board. And I just couldn't see it or was willing to accept it. Because you die. I mean, you've got to give it up. You've got to give it all. You want the light. I want the light. Who doesn't want the light, right? You want release. You want, you know, away from this thing. Away from this thing. And it's like you're owned by an alien. It's like the dark is an alien. And they were right. I was stolen. And they were right. I did abandon myself. Um to the dark. And I think what comes up is love. You have to, I had to learn how to, that I was worthy of love, right? I was worthy of love. And that is by going into it and demanding to get your kid back, demanding love, demanding the release. It's like, a, and it is like a breaker switch. I always felt like my breaker switch is off. I, Right? Because I was holding all this in the dark. I was protecting that piece of evil. I gave up my life for that evil. I did all sorts of horrible things to myself really more than anyone else in order to keep that evil's energy in play. Just awful. So, however old you are, and I'm pretty old, release it. However you can, find a way, find the vehicle find the way to probe that blockage. I mean, I'm very grateful to my sub-personality that protected me. I would never have survived all the horror. He just saw it as like, you know, 
she doesn't get, I don't give a shit about her. I've got this game to play and she's gonna, you know, get me what I want. What a fucking cunt, right? Or whatever, whatever they do to you, it's awful, right? It's an old English term, by the way, if you haven't, if you, um, you know, it's like, fuck you. But he terrorized my little girl, my little tiny innocent Maria. Motherfucker. You're throwing evil out of your kingdom. And it's, you know, complex and complicated and it all happened in the dark. So how the fuck are you going to know? It took half of your consciousness out. It's like you're offline. So it means, you know, I had to sever all relations with all of them. They were just, it's all big, one big pot of darkness. And, you know, they'll eventually just dissolve, you know. But what you're doing is you're getting your consciousness back. You're cleansing, all right? You're releasing, you're allowing your subpersonality to release the truth. It doesn't want to carry it anymore, doesn't, you know. You want to let it out. You've been holding it back like a dam. And it's going to spill out and leak out and it's not going to be pretty and it's like, you know, sewage. But you know what? You know, rock on. Let it all pour out. And cleanse. And no, I don't. I thought I needed a powerful healer. No, I have these incredible women who are... It is me that must do the work. It's like a very, it's like, you know, the ice at the end of the Patagonia, you know, it's like, it's just little by little by little, you get to see, you get to see, you get to see, and it breaks off, right? But it's you who must release it. It's you who must let it be released. Now I can go into these ceremonies and have gratitude for the protector, right? Gratitude and understand that in this daily releasing, of all this horror is the great miracle of my cleansing, right? That subcontinent that was hidden, that was dark. The light is being allowed in. So you can get to your deep, deep blockages. They're blockages, but I think that's a great term as they're sub-personalities who are protecting you by, you know, keeping you away from it, but you're never going to be free until you release all of that. And it is an entity. It is not a thought. It is an entity that's a subpersonality holding the information. For me, it was the ayahuasca that has shown me so much unconditional love. It's like the soul of the universe comes in. And in that deep loving, Ask me, it's love. Love is light, right? It's allowing me to release this allegiance with the dark. It wins. But you have to be willing to give up the darkness. That's on you, not on the ayahuasca. She can bring the light, but then you have to be willing to give up the darkness and reveal all the information and the truth for me 
of that evil and that person. So your whole system fully understands who he is. My whole system was built fully in allegiance with him and pretending that he didn't, he wasn't who he was. And so it's been a big, like literally a whole earth has been cracked up. So I can fully, fully get that evil and the truth of who he really was. All right. Good luck. Bye.